welcome back again for another episode of the Obehave podcast. I'm your host, Wayne Obi Oberholzer. Thanks a lot for joining us again for another episode. Today is a special one. We're joined by my good friend, Zach Braggs, who's going to take us through a bit of our escape from Tarkov, a game that I've always threatened to get into and learn, but really kind of uh, stayed on the sidelines. In this episode, we're going to go through some best ways how to start your journey on Escape from Tarkov and there's a couple little tips and tricks in explaining some of the other small intricacies of the game. This will hopefully form part of a, a bigger series that I'll do with Zach. We were going to explore different maps, different lore, and a couple of little tips and tricks for running the game. Anyway, I'm not going to spoil it. So, um, I'm going to leave you guys with it. Here's my good friend, Zach Frags. All right, guys, uh, welcome to another episode of Obehave. Uh, joined today with uh, my good Shum and uh, Tarkov Daddy, or should I say Zaddy, uh, Uncle Zach Frags. How you doing, bud? Good, man. Good, good. It, uh, it feels like we were just doing this yesterday. I, it feels like it, right? Like it's a, a, a massive sense of deja vu. <laughs> <laughs> For those who don't know, uh, Zach is, uh, is, is grown to become a good friend and, uh, and, a, and a Tarkov mentor. He's helped me out to um, understand the, the complexities, sometimes the universal, uh, u- university almost level degree of understanding Tarkov. Um, and kind of been helping me out for over a year plus. And uh, given that we've just, I say, recently had a wipe, by the time this goes out, I think it'll be about three weeks. Um, And how long is it between each wipe, Zach? Um, It varies. I mean, normally I think it's about six to seven months. There we go. So we've still got time. Oh, yeah, we have plenty of time. Um, We've got plenty of time for people to get into, into this particular wipe and... We'll explain everything about what wipes are and all that sort of stuff later down the line. But um, yeah, so uh, new wipe, new season, a lot to talk about. And I figured it would be a great opportunity to bring Zach out on the Obehave podcast and kind of take us through what is Tarkov, how best to get into it, and uh, how to have a little more fun. But I think we've got to start with, uh, yeah, who are you, Zach? Uh, like, uh, what do you do? What's uh, what's your vibe? And no, uh, where can not we find much, you? not much. I fly under the radar most of the time. No, I've yeah, been, uh, yeah. I've basically, I've been gaming since serious gaming since like high school. Me and my buddies, you know, we were always into the uh, tactical shooters, and I mean, shit, you know, I think like I brought up last time to make people feel fucking old. Like me and a bunch of buddies played the original rainbow six games you know in high school on computer and like we were into leagues we were into ladder matches you know we're, we're staying up to one two every night you know play for ranking then you get up at six the next morning you go to school you're falling asleep in math class so <laughs> I, i'm i'm picturing a lot of mountain dew and pizza um i'm bro i was a husky boy <laughs> back in high school i'm talking like husky just, oh just putting it lightly <laughs> nice nice um so Um, played all the tactical shooters we went from rainbow six we went to rogue spear um and then they even throw it back even more only the really really old school gamers are going to remember this so back in the day microsoft used to have a gaming place called ms zone yes and you could open up the different windows and it would be like a lobby slash chat room 
to you know all the gamers and you would make like you would make a lobby but it was very it's kind of hard to explain everything was in the form of like a chat window right so you could yeah. make a lobby you could see all the people that had lobbies open you could join the lobby and then take you to like another chat window and you could say, yeah. hey, say hey what's up do you want a two versus two three versus three and they say sure and then you know the host would hit launch and it'd bring everyone into the game like right away um there yeah, was that we, crazy, yeah, yeah there was that we used we used um even older than that it might shit i don't even know people remember this it was called m player and it was another like third party program where you had a friends list lobbies and it was just easy because everyone would join your little chat lobby and then you'd launch the game and it'd pull everyone together um but yeah sorry that's like a rant on some old school shit so we did that through high school (laughs) don't apologize yeah i played all those through high school and then uh i got really into wow about 2004 or 5 when it dropped oh yeah I, yeah, I'm talking, I ended up getting it like into the hardcore rating scene, did that for about okay. seven years, seven, eight years, like on and off, you know, we'd nice and you know, for people who are not familiar with wow, you know, the 25 man, 40 man raids, you know, it's basically the end game content for Warcraft. And, uh, you know, we would raid from Monday through Thursday, like four hours a night, you know, work on progression. And, uh, I did yeah. that for a very long time. And then after that, I, kind of stepped back from wow i wanted to do some other stuff uh irl and from yeah. there i just kind of picked up like a i think i picked up a playstation 4 because at the time i just couldn't afford to keep upgrading my computer so yeah. kind of with the console <laughs> yeah it. yeah <laughs> kind of went the console route for like four or five years and then um recently just jumped back into pc like just over a year ago and then stumbled across tarkov there we go, man. I, I remember when you uh, when you got to new PC, uh, like like the build up. The, it, it's it's like a build up towards a birthday or Christmas. Like, <laughs> exactly, it's coming. The parts that's, are that's coming. The best way the to unit's feel it. coming. That's the best way to feel it, like because yeah. you don't like when you get older. Like that feeling just kind of diminishes a little bit, and then once in a while, there's something that just like ignites that yes. spark. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, I I I, I I I felt the same way when I was when I was building the PC. It, this is the first PC I've ever built, so like, uh, it was I was I was really it was like that constant process of like finding all the parts and getting all that sort of stuff. Yeah, but it's, it's like you said, I, I I keep on having to remind my wife. It's like the difference between men and boys is our toys just get more expensive. Pretty much, <laughs> and I feel like my wife's yeah. starting to learn that. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Speaking of uh, Rainbow Six, um, <clears throat> how are you feeling? And and I know that you're also a big WWE fan. Well, I but uh, I would say pro wrestling fan in general. I've actually. Pro wrestling, I mean, I'm not going to get too much into it because wrestling Twitter can be a very weird, fucking finicky place. Like Wait, more than streamer Twitter? Yes, where people choose sides, <laughs> like you know WWE, AEW, New Japan, Impact. Like it, it, it gets oh, it gets a little fucking crazy out there. So I love all wrestling. Yeah. I watch all wrestling, all that stuff. Yeah, WWE yeah. hasn't really been a priority for me the past couple of years. I just I don't know. There, there's some long term stuff there that just kind of pushed me away. Yeah, but, uh, but pro wrestling it, wise, I do watch a lot of AEW and like New Japan. Very, very cool. Now, the reason I bring it up is uh, I see Rainbow Six and WWE have uh, teamed up. Oh, really? Are they going to do yeah, some so I think it, operator skins or something? Exactly. Yeah. So they, they've dropped some WWE Rainbow Six skins and 
Yeah. I was like, huh, this is interesting. I mean, hmm. ironic that it happened right after it was announced that Vince, Mc, Vince McMahon has sold uh, uh, the rights to WWE to a Saudi con conglomerate. Yeah, then that all got squashed that it wasn't even true, but um, interesting oh, really? that, that they're doing skins so to see what they look like. <laughs> yeah, that's wild, eh? Jeez, man. So, you know, we, uh, we, we've kind of... Uh, alluded to the fact that uh you you're you're i'd say alluded we've uh i've categorically stated that i don't think i would know my arsehole from my elbow in tarkov without you i mean <clears throat> i know like tactical shooters and that sort of stuff was always uh, was seemed to be like a big thing you're you're a part of um what what really kind of drew you into tarkov and how did you find the game and what really kind of drew you in? I, uh, I think it was around the time, bef right before I got my computer. I, uh, it was around the time of the Black Friday sales. So, like, I was going on Steam. I was going on here. Yep. I, I mean, I was buying computer games off the Yahoo, like, everything on sale cause before my PC arrived. And I came across Tarkov. I had seen some people streamed it here and there, but I just didn't, I didn't know all what the game had in stored. Like, yeah. I just thought it was like, oh, it looks, this looks like a pretty hardcore first-person shooter. You got no mini-maps. You can't tell your friends apart. You got to be in constant communication. You have no idea how much ammo you have left. You got to physically check that in the game. Um, that's, oh, all yeah. I, that's all I really saw, you know, from the gameplay. Yeah. And then you dive into the game, and it's like, you know, uh, nutrition and healing and hideout and weapons and this. Yeah, it's... The game turned out to be... Um, like way more than what I thought. And I thought it was, uh, it was pretty fucking awesome. Like it, it pulled me in really quickly. Do you think it, 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 it kind of crosses that, um, it almost crosses that realm of, of RPG and, yeah, and tactical yeah. shooter. Exactly. I mean, you, like you, you, you brought up the nutrition thing, you know, like something that I find fascinating about the game. I, I think it's very fucking cool. It's like, your character builds up stamina, gets stronger as yep. the more you runs, the more you run um, PMC runs, the more you dive in, the stronger you get, the longer you can run, the more you like, the more stamina yeah, you get. Everything. The, the like, more, the more you just, run, walk, crouch, crawl, yep. eat, heal yourself, unpack your mags, pack your mags. You're, you're building a skill for everything in the game. Like eventually your player will become like a seasoned veteran. I didn't know the thing about the bullets until you told me about Dr. Looper. I was like, wait, what? Like there's, there's an act. Cause it never made sense to me. It was like a couple of times I've unpacked the, the, the magazine and you just hear the guy going like, click, 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 click. And it's like super slow. I'm like, yep. That's, that seems a bit fucking annoying. And then you're like, oh yeah, no, it's, it's, it's a mechanic in the game. You, you, you practice loading and unloading your bullets into a magazine and you become faster. I was oh, like, yeah. what the fuck? Like, cause when you get, you know, when you get into these heavy firefights in the game and you've got, this is, this is, I think this is one of the really cool thing that separates this from other games. If you don't bring in enough ammo into the raid, you're fucked. It's not like call of yeah. duty. You can't pick up ammo off. Well, you can't pick up ammo off the floor, but it's not going to happen. If you're when, lucky well, enough. Yeah, you're, yeah. It's not going to happen when you're in a, like a gunfight in Tarkov. Yeah. So it's up to you to bring the right ammo and a correct amount and even some extra. Yep. Like for me, most of the time, like I always carry extra ammo in my gamma pouch. And then, you know, after yep. a fight, I'll repack my mags and, you know, yep. Good to go. And did you say your gamma pouch? Yeah. You know, my butt. 
Uh, my butt. In your butt. Stick it, stick it right up there. <laughs> that's why. That's why I keep so, the Vaseline in there too. There we go. There we go. Um, so everyone wondering, uh, no, it's not just a kink, and we don't kink shame here on the Obehave podcast. And in, in fact, we uh, we, we promote it. Um, what what Zach's talking about is that when you when you see your character, uh, there's there's uh, three slots on the side. You have a tactical vest you can wear. Uh, sorry, four. Uh, tactical vest you can wear you have four pockets and then there's like three specialist slots depending what you open up yep. uh, you can get a backpack that changes in size uh, and then you carry this like weird uh, box it looks like a medical box mm -hmm. and again depending what tier you buy that box size changes um, and uh, the whole point of Tarkov which is both the most scary thing about it and we'll talk about how this game fucks with your head. Um, <laughs> and the exciting thing about it is that whatever you bring in the game as a PMC, if you die in the game, you lose it. That's it. It's gone. Unless it's insured, but even that is is not a guarantee. So they call it putting it in your butt where you have that special box. And you yeah, store so I, I think things. people like to visualize for people, they could probably think of it as like a black box on an airplane. Yep. So yep. it's it's a part of your character and like an invisible inventory. So to explain it to people, like if you die, no one can ever take things out of your out of your like secure pouch container. So if you find out something, you yeah, exactly. No one no one can stick their fingers in there without your permission. <laughs> so if you find yes. something like really important in the raid that you really need, like you stick it in your gamma pouch, and then that way, yep. if you die. Or hopefully extract, you know, you're able to bring that item uh, back to your stash and hideout. Yeah. Now we've uh, we we've spoken to, uh, about a few terms, and I guess you know a big a big part of this this episode in particular is to is to introduce uh, first timers to talk off about some of the stuff we're talking about, right? Um, so if you could just talk us through what's the difference between a scav and a PMC. Yeah, so when you uh, when you start Tarkov, you will have two players. You'll have your PMC, and then you'll have your Scav. Uh, your Scav is kind of like a freebie character. Um, he's mainly there just to kind of like supplement your account. So you can do Scav raids on him. Uh, you can do cash runs. You can run around and like loot, loot stuff, things for your hideouts. He's basically a free character, but he always spawns in with random gear. He may have shoes. He may not have shoes. You may have a humongous <laughs> backpack. You may not have a backpack. You may have a pistol. It's just, I've, I've even spawned in with my scav and he had half health. Like everything is complete, completely random. Like what you get on this guy. Um, but he's basically there to, to supplement your, your PMC. Um, and then when you go to pick your PMC, there's two factions you can choose. There's the USEC and the bear. The, a little bit of the background is the USEC um, work for the Terra Labs group. If you'll see a lot of the logos around the game and whatnot. So most people kind of think the USEC are the good guys, but they're kind of like a little bit of the shady team, you know, with the Terra Labs, you know, um, doing shady deals, which led to a lot of the downfall of, uh, you know, the city of Tarkov. Um, I did send you some of those links, you know, for the lore. So if people are interested yeah, yeah. in that, because there's actually a lot of lore um, story-wise in Tarkov that even leads up prior to the game. Um, and then the other faction is Bear. And Bear is kind of like the Homeland Security. They're like the homeboys. They got to go on and see, you know, what the hell's going on. And so that's when the Bears and the USEC clash, you know, in the raids and different maps. 
Now, you, you, you bring up about the clashing of the Usex and Bears. Um, I mean, do you feel like we clash? I mean, that I tend to pick Usex and you, you tend to pick Bears, even though... <laughs> uh, nah, it's no, I'm kidding. The uh, yeah, so the bears de they definitely have like a little more Russian flair to them. Yes. Um, the USEC guys also sound like American, effectively. Um, you can customize your character, so you get to kind of choose his face, um, and then you can choose his voice. Yes. Uh, USEC has all like American style accents, and then bears all have Russian accents. Sorry, guys, we're not talking about bears like the big homosexual guys. We're talking about Russians. Yep. Um, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, very, very different. Different game, kids. Different game. That's that's cuck, um, cuck simulator. We'll talk about that one later. Um, you know, it's, that's an actual game. <laughs> it's an actual game on Steam. What is it called? Cuck simulator. Oh, Lord. Yeah. You, you. I don't know why, but you can't stream it on Twitch. <laughs> we're not gonna make it, are we? People, no, we're not. People, we're not, that we're not. Is. Yeah, as, as humans, <laughs> the mere fact that there's a cuck simulator on stream, Steam. Oh, Blows my mind, God. bro. Anyway, so and then the the scabs, uh, the 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 subtle joke Zach dropped in about the shoes thing is is legit. Like I remember, like I ran a scam the other day. He was wearing fucking Jesus sandals, bro. It was like the Yeezy yeah. 4.0 slides. It's either you spot you spawn in with like you know full combat boots or you know yeah Air Gandhi's. <laughs> dude it was it was absolutely crazy you just look down they, with a um, shotgun and you're wiggling your toes yeah yeah i um i i got i gotta say like it, it i i've pseudo played the game for about a year um i think this wipe is the the highest level i've gotten to so far which is only level five which is like barely scratching the surface because every single time i kind of i either get get right. caught up in something else or i um i just kind of for lack of a better word, not not lose interest, but like I get scared. If that makes sense, like, um, and and I'm, I was I'm determined that this wipe be completely different. And what do I mean by scared? I'm not talking to guys like you know, oh, it's a horror game. Oh, I can't sleep at night. I have like this massive gear envy, which is something a lot of the guys will talk about. Yep. And I'm sure Zach, you you will you will say the first thing, like one of your one of your first rules, is like, oh yeah, I forget all your gear. Yeah, I think that's the man. That's like when you first start playing the game and you realize the when you grasp the concept of the game and you're playing it and then you start getting like, you know, a, a really good AR there or like a good, you know, tack rig there. Then it becomes to the point where it's like, oh, man, I don't I don't want to lose this. Yeah. But then when they're like, what are you going to do? You're just going to let it fucking sit in your stash. You're like, throw that boy on and go get baptized by fire. Hundred percent, hundred percent. That is one of the biggest fears that a lot of new players will come across when they play the game. Just you'll get, you'll have like a good scav run or a good raid, and you'll come out with like a good weapon, a big backpack. Yep. But then it's like you have to convince yourself to go back in the raid with it. Like you yep. have to. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Because you have to look at it as a way that I explain to people is like almost everything in the game, you know, came from another player almost. It's like, yep. you know, it's kind of like the circle of uh, the circle of life in Tarkov. You kill it, you steal it, you die and you lose it. There we go. And you sell it on somebody else. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and if you like it, you stick it in your butt. Yep. Um, <laughs> but I do think a lot of the new players get caught. They get caught. They get so caught up in the gear fear and saving the weapons and this and that. And, 
you just if you can just let go and then for shits and giggles just throw on like some weird random gun and go run another raid with it and see what happens like experiment yeah. experiment with different guns and this and that and you just have to force yourself to jump back into the game you know? 100%. there's really no yeah. easy way to put it or explain it it's just something that's gonna yeah. happen and you just gotta you gotta find a way to overcome it uh i mentioned earlier about the whole there is a there are ways to quote unquote ensure your gear all right um so each raid you drop in is zach if you can correct me uh 30 to 45 minutes yep yeah so depending on the map each raid is about 35 yeah 35 to 40 minutes yep. And then you'll have up to, upwards of uh, maximum, again, depending on the raid, so the different locations, um, you will have up to upwards, I think it's what, 20 players? Um, I think the max right now for for some maps might be like 14. Okay. It's, it's between, yeah. it's so between even- like 12 and 16, depending on the map. So you'll spawn in with the other players, but everyone is completely randomized all over the map. So it's not like you're going to spawn in right next to somebody and get shot from the go. Yep. Correct. And there's there's two different time slots. They're 12 hours apart. Uh, one tends to be in the morning. One tends to be in the evening. If you're running evening raids without night vision, you, you got some brass ones on you, mate. I don't know how the fuck you did. Yeah. <laughs> um, because, you know, the other aspect of, like, how scary, when I say scary, how, like, on edge this game puts me is every little detail of the game is so in uh, like it's, it's designed with intent it's so inve- right? it's so valuable it's so important and you know you brought up some really good examples last week you know when we talked about this before the the shitstorm crash and i didn't even notice it but like you know you'll see you'll see kind of like a checkpoint or something like a door and a chair it just looks it just looks like a part where you know a couple guys have been hanging out there guarding the area because you see all the cigarette butts on the ground and you see like you know the 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 empty drinks and like open cans of food sitting there and it looked like it looks like someone was you know was there just there yep yeah 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 exactly like everything from like the the sound the sound design which is a bit of a sticky subject at the moment in this wife in particular which we'll get into just now but uh, the sound design from the wind to the random gunfire to the random explosions. I still, if you watch one of my streams, you still see me flinch like I'm shitting myself. You're going, where the fuck was that? Yeah, yeah. And Zach's going like, hey, dude, no, that's that's just the game generating that sound or that that shot is way in the distance, whatever. You know, the, the, the best example you gave was... Um, you know, like Call of Duty. You break into a room of Call of Duty. Everything seems clean. There's no like dirt on yeah. the floor, all that sort of stuff. Way too clean. <laughs> Way too clean. You right? Exactly. And but this just seems like every little nook and cranny and crevice. Everything's done with intent. Yep. Right. And I love that. I absolutely love that. You know, Zach. Zach wasn't joking when he said like there are no aids in this game. Um, one of the things is. It's not going to hold your hand no. in the first ever, ever, in fact. Ever. It's just like, hey, jump on in. Enjoy. Yeah. Um, I, I think one of my favorite stories about, about this, this whole experience is like uh, one of the first raids I did with, uh, with Zach and Bua was um, I took a, I think it was a Moisin uh, rifle, which is like a, a, 
it's a it's, it's a like, bolt it's, action it's like rifle. A, it's, like, it's a single shot bolt action rifle. Yeah, that you have to hand feed it, the bullets. Correct. And you gotta uh, like for, for load people, them in from yeah, the top yeah, and so, all that so sort of stuff. So people have right? an idea. Yeah, and it's um, there are two ammo types, and there's one that doesn't fit for this gun, but it will load and accept this bullet. And I fired this gun. We got into a gunfight. I fired this gun and it exploded in my hand. It was like, yeah, it caused damage. And that was it. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> and the, like that level and attention to detail where it's like, it's so much okay, it's, it's it's all over the game. There's, there's randomized, um, I say randomized, but there's like, when you use a magazine or an ammo type, it's like, uh risk of jamming medium or risk of yep. jam low and then, or, you know if, if you're the dur if the durability on your gun is like 50 percent or lower chances are your gun's gonna jam in combat yep then you gotta like find the keybind like, oh fuck hold on yeah and you, you you stuck you're stuck in the gunfight yep. and now you're trying to remember control plus this plus that so in that in that way it's pretty intense yes i mean i i think there was one time i had the jump on somebody Went to shoot them and my gun jammed right there. Oh, fuck. Turn around and he just shot me and laid me out. And it was just. Oh, man. It was one of those things where it was like a Call of Duty timing moment where you're just like scratching yeah, yeah. your head like, the yeah. fuck just happened? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I, had th I had that about uh, two weeks ago. Uh, we drop in for a raid. Uh, Zach gets absolutely demolished by a, a scav just out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just Scabs hiding in the bush, something like, to swipe. Yeah, literally, like I'm busy adjusting settings. It's like I think it's like the second or third run we've done for the week on the new wipe. Yeah, and he gets absolutely demolished. I end up going on a, on, on an absolute bender. I think I killed like three scabs or four scabs, and literally near the extraction point, guy right there, I open fire on him, and he just turned. Like I put what felt like off a magazine into this game. yeah <laughs> and the guy just turned on me and that was it i was done headshot cheers and and uh and you watch the replay and you're like yeah it was all chest shots that guy probably had really good armor yeah <laughs> i was just like what the fuck yep if you're not shooting him like in the neck and the eyes in the ears in the legs and the thorax yeah m most armors in tarkov will take uh They'll, they'll it take, would take they'll, a few. They'll take a they'll take a beating, but then again, yeah. I've also seen some <laughs> weird shots where you know one one M eighty bullet will one shot someone in the thorax. Just weird random shit. But for the most yeah. part, yeah, chest pieces will save but you. <laughs> there we go. Now, um, all, all all that craziness aside, um, you know what is like for the for the for the beginner player. Kind of talk us through what is the 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 would you say is your most recommended way to start from like purchasing the package of which game which uh, version to buy uh, yeah. all the way to you know getting up to level five. Um, yeah, I feel like this is gonna be might be a little different for everybody yep. how they like to jump into the game. Um, honestly. Probably for your first couple levels, you might not even want to wear armor. Just run around naked. Like if you are completely brand new to the game, don't know what to expect. Just kind of just, you know, just focus on those beginner tasks. And if you need to, you know, just, just take off your armor, run around naked, get a feel for the game. Um, that way, you know, you don't totally deplete your gear. You know, if you think you need to go in fully kitted 
you know, raid after raid. But if you just, you know, do this first, those first couple tasks, um, run around with like a pistol or, you know, like I suggested for you, the Mosin, because there's going to yep. be a handful of tasks that you, you'll be running that Mosin forever. Me and Buha are pretty much at the end of it and we're ready to get rid of that fucking thing. Um, <laughs> nice. And then just go from there, you know, do a scab run. Um, you can even do, do some offline raids. That way you don't have to worry about other players. And it's a really good way to just run around and like familiarize yourself with the maps. If you do have a second monitor, like I would suggest pull up that map. It's still going to be confusing as fuck. But as long as you can put like some landmarks next to something on the map, like oh, you're, yeah. you're off to a start there. I mean, that's, that's basically what I did. Yeah. And um, I actually, I actually remember specifically one of the very first raids me and Buha ever did. We, we kind of fucked up the times. Like I didn't know how to read them. Obviously being here in the yeah. US, we don't go by like, you know, oh two, three hundred. So we jumped yeah. into the wrong one on customs. We did like a nighttime oh, customs shit. one. Had no idea where we were. I had never even looked at a customs map. So we spent 40 minutes navigating in the dark. Oh, fuck. And then we and basically we just got out. That's all we did in the raid was just trying to get through the map and figure out where we were to get out. Oh my god. <laughs> yes, dude. Guys, you gotta you, you gotta understand, like this game doesn't, again, I gotta really stress, this game doesn't hold your hand. Yeah. If it's dark out, it's fucking there's, dark. There's no tutorials, there's no beginner tips, there's no matchmaking, you're just, you're thrown in with the... There's no skill-based matchmaking, the, the there's no, none of that shit. Which, you know, in, in essence, I think, my, my, my thoughts about skill-based matchmaking aside, um, the community, the talk of community, seems to really be a quite a special place right yeah um I, I read a tweet yesterday from uh one guy who was like um if you don't know the talk of community you you seeing all this quote-unquote anger and and you just think it's toxic no it's because we all actually love this game and we want things to change yeah now essentially what's happened is uh there's a new wipe that's come and it hasn't gone smoothly right um, it must be stressed before we get uh, canceled by Nikita and the boys. <laughs> yeah. This game is in beta. Yep. Uh, I think the beta has been going on for six plus years. Around <laughs> uh, there. It, um, it, 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 it feels like Star Citizen almost. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, yeah, so it has been in beta for quite a bit. Um, they are, they are like, I guess you would say maybe a smaller team that works on Tarkov. I think... I think they're only yeah, about much. like an 80 staff team over there. Yeah. So when you, when you put that and I don't know, I know people are always going to bitch. They're always going to complain about something. They put out a new patch. They fix this. Something's going to break. It, it's just the way that it is. But I think, I think the, the developers have always been pretty good about listening to the feedback the past couple of years. Yeah. And I know, I know some people will bitch quicker and faster than others because they don't, they will not put out like a major patch, like, you know, kind of like call of duty. They'll kind of like let their problems, I guess, maybe pile Stew. up, pile up. So yeah. in a sense that way they can go down the line and fix all the problems at once. You know what I mean? Correct. Unless it's like a super major problem, but that's the, the general of it is each major patch is, you know, every five, six, seven months. And then we'll get like yep. some little updates here and there but yeah the last patch um there's some weird audio issues going on in the game yeah so the audio the audio seems to be the one that everyone's complaining about the it's most uh, really, operated it's Drewski. really weird 
Yeah, Operator Drewski is, he's like, there's a video he put up where um, he's walking up to his mate that's searching stuff. And you can even hear if you're wearing headsets oh, the, on the The, the M32 headsets are completely yeah, yeah. broken this wipe. Yeah, I don't know. So I don't, it, I'm going to test like, like with other headsets. Audio. Yeah, I, I'm going to test with other headsets in the game. But the M32s, yeah. I can hear a guy three buildings away and it's Buha walking on wood. I'm like, this is really weird. It sounds like you're almost right next yeah. to me. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I put it on a headset the other day and I was just like, what the fuck is going on? Like, it was almost like the global volume just went up like 40%. It's, it's really, it was really weird. It was insane. Now, what we're talking about is headsets in the game, guys. So uh, your character um, wears headset because, hey, I don't know if you know this, guns are fucking loud. Yeah. And so, most spec off guys run in with proper Exactly. Yeah, so that's so to put it in perspective, that's what we're talking about. If you go to a shooting range or whatever, you know, people will wear the headsets, you know, with the built-in mic. That way they can still talk and yep. hear each other and not get their ears yep. blown out. So in the game, exactly. there's different versions of real life headsets you know that you wear that way you can hear people running through bushes walking on wood creeping on yep. you um i had a situation where i dropped him with uh, with zach and boo and i forgot to wear a headset and i was carrying a shotgun my character went deaf i could hear fuck all like it was just it was this constant ringing this is like this this like subtle tinnitus that started to hit me after a couple of shots uh, and it was raining, so it was just like, it, it was it was the weirdest feeling. Um, and I love that. I love again, it's it's those those insane attention to detail mm -hmm. that just really bring this game together. Yeah, and I think um, that's probably just, you know since like I said, they're not a big developing team. They're only like eight or eighty people, you know, give or take. But I think probably yeah. that's another reason why the game has been in beta for so long. Smaller team and just the attention, the detail on everything. Yep. So just to just to correct myself earlier, um, the first closed beta was released in July of 2017. 27th of July okay. 2017. So yeah, let's say right. I, I, I can't really see where the, the open beta started, but let's just say it was about four or five months after that. So, you know, the game has been around for about five Five years, six years, been in development since I think it was early 2007. Um, and the thing is, like, I don't know if. <laughs> do you think it'll ever come out of beta? I think so. I think a lot of people are the. I don't know. I guess the chatter I've heard and read is maybe like late 24 or somewhere in 25. Like, I feel like we're getting yep. to the near the end of it. Um, yep. I mean, we just got streets, you know, I know people have been waiting for that map for about three years and, and I guess this is like streets 1.0. So yep. there, there will be an addition to this map from what I understand from what Nikita said, cause he, on, uh, <laughs> on one of these interviews, he, he wanted, he wants streets to be so big where he can have 30 plus PMCs on this map. That's, That's fucking insane. wild. That's like insane. to put his perspective, like we said earlier, most maps have anywhere from, two to 14 and that's the bigger maps yeah they're all smaller yeah. maps where it's like you know 10 players so for this map to be that big to have like 30 like i think that'd be absolutely wild so that'd be insane yeah so we just got streets this we uh on this one we're still waiting for the arena mode which i'm hoping we'll see before the next wipe 
So maybe in like in a couple months, and that's going to be the terminal on the map. And then mm. we'll steal, and then we still have uh, the town and the suburbs. Yep. So, yep. and I don't feel like those two will be necessarily as big as some of these other maps. Yeah. So I guess it just kind of depends, like what's what's the end goal for all these maps? Um, I know, like again, there's been some more speculation of like combining all the maps that they've created into this one large open world, which would be like just a- astronomical for a yeah. first person shooter. But again, plays like an RPG. You have a hideout, yeah. stats, food, all that stuff. And so I could see them doing maybe some kind of open world where where the maps are connected and maybe where they connect, there's like you can extract into your hub or something. And then that way you can actually, I think I still think it'd be cool where you can actually, your character could still physically walk up to the traders and see them instead of like interacting through a menu. I think they're going to do something like that eventually. Um, 100%. Do you you think it's going to be like a, like a special room you can walk in and see all the stuff available? That's what I'm wondering. Like Like, I, 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 I think it'd be cool though. It's like, maybe we have to go to, woods to trade with prep or something or yeah. m- maybe this person's on this map i don't know exactly i yeah. mean i think there's some cool possibilities that they could play with it but i just think, awesome. i just think seeing the, the the you know the npc in the game in person and walking up to them would be really fucking cool and then you could interact yeah, with them yeah. and then you could open up the menu of what they have to sell and barter with so 100 i don't know what it's going to look like but i think i know nikita has in mind and he's very good about keeping all his secrets uh Close yeah. to the chest because he, even even a lot of the tasks. He is a very, uh, go ahead. He is a very secretive dude. Yes, he's an incredibly secretive dude. Yep, he doesn't want to give anything away. He wants to, he wants to basically surprise us. And I know, like most I, I, most people who you know, when you start off with a wipe with Tarkov, it's the same task over and over and over and over and over and over and over. So imagine doing the same task for X amount of years. So I know he's got some other tasks lined up that are more yep. directly involved with like the store and the lore of Tarkov. Yep. So I know once the full game drops, whenever that is, you know, the, the task will be based around, you know, the story of like, you know, the fallout of, you know, the city of Tarkov. hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. So I think that'd um, be very cool. Once we get to that point. One interview I saw from him, maybe about nine months or so ago, he was talking about the potential for a radiation zone. Yeah. I, I don't, a lot of people it, had mixed feelings on that. Yeah, so and like the permadeath. Just to fill you guys in, yeah, it was, it was basically a permadeath. Yep. So right now, um, when we say wipe, um, all your gear and everything that you get in the your, uh, like during your raids, yeah, and everything, everything like that, that you accumulate over the time as you level and play. Um, yeah. So when the wipe happens, they, everything is gone. Like boom! Like you just wipe the shit right off your ass. You're starting from scratch. Yep. New day, level one yep. all over again. So they kind of do this to like level the playing field whenever there's like a new big, big major content. That way everyone's starting from one, everyone has the same gear. And then from there, everyone can, you know, progress at their own pace. The idea behind the, well, the supposed idea with the radiation zone is that um, effectively your character's dead. That's it. You have to restart everything. You, there's no like your guy comes back looking a certain way or whatever. (laughs) It's yeah. people like wait, are we gonna be able to access this game again? And he's like, well, I don't know. And I'm like, yeah, what and, the and fuck? I and I love that he just threw that out there, just to like fuck with people, because there's no way he's yeah. gonna make you pay for a game and you die and you can't play it anymore. Yeah, but just like, the sorry, fact, you can't play for the next six months. He's like, uh, I don't know. Like, uh, like I don't know. Dude, I, got, I mean, I got a chuckle so, out of it. 
No, hundred percent. And I could hundred percent see where he was coming from. And yeah. He just he's a troll and he loves it. You know. Yeah, exactly. Uh, this this is a, this is a passion project for him and his team. And you you can see it, you know. Yeah. Um, I mean, they're all they're they, all gun nuts and all that stuff. I mean, you follow yeah. him on Instagram; he's always off shooting some kind of version of an AK or yeah. whatever. So he's a pretty interesting guy. You know, you speak about gun nuts. I mean, uh, as somebody who has been around weapons quite a bit in my life, it is insane how accurate some of the stuff is. Oh yeah, you know. I mean, from like, the, the handguards to detail. I mean, for all the gun nuts out there, I mean, you can disassemble a weapon and put one back together you know i mean yeah. handles pistol grips foreguards stocks buffer tubes gas blocks sights rails i mean that's a lot of the gist of it yeah, yeah. it's not like uh again not like um call of duty where you slap on a yeah, you right? slap on a three times scope and yeah. all of a sudden now okay well the iron sights have moved out of the way no you got to remove those or fold yep. them away or take them off or you got to raise the the science and or, or you for need it. A, you know you need like a compatible part to make you know this foregrip or this sight you know to fit on this gun so it's not all yeah I'm, i mean it's not all i made the play. fatal mistake of uh trying to fold a gun and ended up disassembling it and it uh <laughs> it scattered the parts throughout my i think zach was sitting there watching me just like I just kind of stood there and trying to, trying to put like, this gun back together. I was like, like what does, is this this does this go? Does this go? Does this go? Does this go? I was like, what is this man doing? I just said, <laughs> discard it. And he disassembled it. <laughs> oh my God. It, it's absolutely insane. And I was like, Obi, just nope. get rid of it. <laughs> <laughs> just sell it, goddammit. I was like, no, I'm going to fix this thing. I think I actually sold it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But, oh shit, dude! No, it it it, it honestly is a, a shit ton of fun. It is. Um, so, so the the challenges you're talking about, uh, you mentioned earlier. Um, yes, they do repeat, but um, I believe the new dailies is is something different where the those challenges yeah, change often. I, no? I, and I don't think you you got the dailies last week because, like you said, this is the highest you've been. You know, because you play the game very yeah. casually. Correct. And so when you get to a certain level. Um, the traders will give you daily tasks and they're always different. Most of the time it's extract from a specific location, eliminate a specific target, either scavs or other players. And most of the time, the third one is like find and transfer some items that, you know, the trader's looking for. One of the, one of the dailies I got recently was like kill five scavs at, at shoreline, which scared the bejesus out of me because shoreline seems to be the most scav heavy um map that i've seen or am i wrong it's better this way i remember okay I, and i've and this kind of goes to other maps as well like they've definitely either changed where the scav spawn or they've added extra scav spawns i feel like yeah um only because the scavs this swipe are on something and they are not to be fucked with. <laughs> oh, dude. 100%. They, as, uh, I mean, what was it? Me and Buha were playing yesterday. Yeah. I got clapped by a scav. I killed one, got buckshot from like 100 meters away. Don't even know where this dude was. And then it was Jesus. just, and it was just Buha alone running around in woods with his Mosin. <laughs> <laughs> and the, and the and like these two scavs are like screaming at him in the game, you know, like Opachki, yeah. 
and he can hear them chasing him <laughs> around rocks. And he's like, are these scavs fucking chasing me? I'm like, they might. I was like, you better handle the, the, bus- business and get out of there. 100%. Dude. Um, but uh, yeah, so shoreline scavs. Um, there's a couple of good spots now where you can find some, especially in, no. the, in the extract. Now over the, the one extract, Road to Customs, like there's always scavs hanging out yes. there and they were never there before. Uh- and then if you oh, take, really? and then if you take that street straight down, you know there's like that tower where all the cars are kind of bottlenecked. Yeah. There's always yeah, one yeah. or two scavs running up and down the tower, and like those guys were never there before. So I feel like they've, okay. they've so like I said, I feel like they've kind of mixed up the scav spawns, or just maybe thrown in a couple more. Um, Got you. This wipe because yeah, the scavs are. I think I've died more times to scavs this wipe than players. And I don't know. I was who was I talking? I was talking to Buha a little bit about this where. I feel like they've made some of the items in the game a little bit more harder to find. Yep. And then the scavs a little bit harder as well. So I feel like it's kind of slowed down the progression of certain things just to kind of slow down the player base. Cause again, you know, there's always going to be those players who, you know, they play nonstop. I mean, you look at like Lupo and landmark, they're all, they're already up yep. in their upper forties, forties. Yeah. Jeez, yeah. They're already, they're already up Brady. there. So yeah, I mean, but these are guys who probably have been playing the game for three, four years, so they know exactly yeah, what, they to know go, what to do. What to, and exactly. they already like, yeah, they they're playing like eight hours a day, five days a week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, um, but I feel like in general, they've done some small changes to kind of slow down the the progression for the player base. And then another thing I noticed too is like you know some of these keys, which you could go in and you, most of the keys uh-huh. would have like forty uses. If it's a quest item key for a specific task, it's got like one use. Yeah. So it's like you either need to group up with who's on the same task and you yeah. know, use your key and don't die or you have to go back and get the key all over again. So 100, 100%. And I, don't, I don't mind it. I mean, it's, it's, it's slowed down the game a little bit, I feel. So. Yeah, it, it has. And you, I mean, you, you were saying exactly that. They, they, they find smart ways to slow progression, get guys to like not power through and, and you know, really kind of make, you, make full use of the six months between each wipe. Yep. And, uh, you know, I think it's part of the balancing process. Just to clarify for everyone, um, the scavs, they're like, you know, uh, par- par- not paramilitary, but, you know, like. Uh, yeah, they're, uh, they're like, we- uh, I guess you could say the scavs are like, you know, civilians, ex-military, yeah. you know, regular people who have just kind of taken up arms in this, you know, city. This fight for and, their freedom. Yeah, in this yeah. city that has basically been under martial law for, you know, God knows how yeah. long because of the events that took place. Almost like the fireflies in in uh, um, Lost of Us. All right, <laughs> scav fireflies. So, at, exactly. So the scavs, uh, generally speaking, why um, they they AI the in game uh, um, yeah, characters. So, yeah. So who actually, are controlled so, by the so not to get confused when we talk about a scav run and a scav in the game. Mm. When we spoke earlier about the scav player as your freebie character, that's kind of like a supplement to your main character. You're basically scaving yeah. in a game as a, as a scav, so you can also run into actual PMCs and they can kill you, vice yes. versa, yes, etc. So you're basically taking a spot of an AI scav in the raid. Correct. And then uh, as an AI uh, as a scav, you you do not shoot other scavs. Nope. Which in itself presents its own problems. Yep, because I will tell you the amount of times I I'll see a guy and I'll be like PMC scav and he's wearing military gear. Now the thing is the scavs 
often uh, will have proper military gear on them. Some things give them away, right? We were talking about attention to detail. One of my favorite um, utility vests is the famous IKEA blue and yellow bag that somebody they like stitched into a utility vest for like uh, magazines. Yeah, like, they like basically turned the shopping bag into a tactical rig just to hold uh, yeah. magazines. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Bright, like, bright again, blue tactical rig. That's his idea. Yes. Yeah. The, we will we'll touch on it just now, but the the way these guys skirt like copyright law, it's just. It's, it's chef's best. kiss yeah. yeah 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 it's chef's kiss um and, and then, and then so, i think what you brought up last week too the the kfc and streets it was like K, yes. kcf or something <laughs> kcf and streets and then you're on my favorite one the videotape yep the videotape is probably so there's a videotape too of a film uh the title which is something uh what's it um killer android robot to kind of help explain this uh to people when you pick up items in Tarkov, you can actually double click the item and it brings up in a separate window. So you can actually like inspect the item. You can spin it around. You can look at the top bottom. I think that's a really cool feature yeah. um, about the game. Um, that just, I don't know. No, no other game like does that. It, it just makes the yeah. game like feel very personal to yeah. me anyways. Like if I pull, you know, there's like a, what's a good one. There's like a Raven statue, right? You can take it out of the game. Yes. You can double click it and you can look at it and you can zoom in, you can spin it, you can look underneath it. So again, attention to detail, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so in the game, there is a video cassette and it is actually just called video cassette with the killer cyborg movie, <laughs> which can only be one. Terminate. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like it, it, it's just, it's those little again tensions of detail right it's so 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 cool um i think there's a a toyota key um but they call the car like Toyota or something like yeah, that it's they like, always change the letter by just one yeah it's it's so funny um and uh yeah so as as a scav you cannot shoot other scavs well you can if, but you shouldn't if you want to face the repercussions Yes. And what are those repercussions? Uh, so you have, again, RPG game. Instead of reputation in the game, we have, well, I guess you would call it reputation or karma. So as you do specific tasks for specific traders, your reputation goes up with them, which can also affect other things in the game. If you're good standing, you can repair your armor or your weapons at a cheaper cost, things like that. Um, but there is a trader in the game who is a scab trader and his name is fence. And there's certain things I'm not going to go into great detail because we can go off in more tangents about all this stuff, but basically there's things yeah. in the game that you can do that help increase your, your, uh, scav rep overall. And then, um, eventually if, if you work on it enough like this and that, et cetera, and the scabs, you can actually scav in and be like, non-hostile like so there's actually scav bosses in the game too and they all yeah. have their unique names they all have bodyguards like they're not they're not pushover players most of the time the bosses yep. will fuck you up beyond belief um but if you get your scav rep up high enough you can be completely friendly to the bosses and go up there and just hang out with them um awesome if you're going to be a maniac and just shoot all your scavs while you're scaving you're Karma reputation will go down and down and down to the point where they will be hostile with you anytime you scav into the map. 
Yeah. Which so not only will like you have PMCs. Hell. Yeah. Not only will you have PMCs hunting you down potentially, which are always um, players. Uh, you'll then also have the AI chasing you down. And trust me, some of those bosses you don't want yeah. at all. Yep. <laughs> like the, like the, uh, probably one of the coolest bosses, which I've run into a couple times on Factory. His name is Tagilla. Yeah. He runs around with this little tiny tack rig. It, it's not very big, just enough to cover his chest, but it's like a level six armor. And then he yeah. runs around with a wielder's mask on his face. So it covers his whole face, covers the side of his head, and just like, you know, the little rectangle slit that you look out, you know, like a wielder's mask. That's yep. basically what he looks like. And he runs around factory with a fully like automatic, like Saiga, Saiga shotgun. Jesus. And if you get too close to him, he'll pull out his sledgehammer and he'll just, whoop, he'll just bop you on the head and he'll one tap you. <laughs> so I actually, isn't, isn't that, that a way to get the sledgehammer, you know, that we need? For yeah, the right. Hunter? I wish that would be actually, <laughs> actually, that would be pretty fucking cool where you have to defeat Tagilla to get a sledgehammer to work on your gym. Hey, there you go. I mean, yeah, I mean, technically it, it would count, right? Yeah. Yeah. That would be really fucking cool if they, I feel like they could do something like that. That would be pretty neat. hundred percent. Um, but yeah, so Tagilla, uh, one of my, one of the, I think was one of the coolest bosses in the game just because he's like always in factory. You get to, yeah. like I said, he runs around with a fully automatic shotgun. You get too close. He pulls out his sledgehammer. He'll chase you down. Um, I actually killed him one time last life cause he was running around chasing Buha and he's like screaming and I must, <laughs> and I must've put at least three clips into this guy till he finally oh went down. God. But then it's like, cool. Cause you can go up there. You can take his personal, like, you know, his personal armor, you know, yeah. I took all that. I took his helmet. I put his helmet on and I just like kind of marched out of factory with it. Um, so each scab boss will kind of spawn, you know, I, well, I should say each one is kind of has a specific spawn point on each map. Like you might mm -hmm. not find this boss on this map. Like they kind of have their special places um, yeah. to spawn. But normally at the end of a wipe, sometimes the developers, like they did the previous wipe, um, they'll kind of throw bosses all over the place. Like when it gets towards the end of a wipe, they'll do like a bunch of like crazy yeah. events and stuff like that. So, but back to scavs. But yeah, that's basically why you don't want to mess around you don't with scavs. Some, some people just don't care because they don't run scavs. So, yeah. So, um, up to them. uh, a good friend of mine and uh fellow streamer uh x2 shoes just recently dropped into a, a scav run forgot he was a scav open fire on another <laughs> scav honestly um what's the psh oh the ppsh um, ppsh right the psh, psh. um probably put three quarters of mag almost point blank into the scav the guy just turned on him and headshotted him oh dead He's like, what the fuck? And then you realize, like, oh my god, I was a scav. What the fuck was I thinking? <laughs> <laughs> he got absolutely destroyed. It was oh, hilarious. Nice. You know, and and one of the other things that the, the 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 game does, which is really well. I mean, everyone's talking about Mon uh, Warzone's proximity chat, but I would argue that the prox chat in in Tarkov is probably the one of the most famous ones because it leads to some. Some really interesting situations. Oh yeah. I mean, you 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 effectively every time you use a prox chat, you got twenty seconds. So you, you know um, something toxic, of course. That because humans are always going to ruin everything. Uh, guys are doing war zones. They run around playing blaring loud music, 
and so within 50 meters all you can hear is the music yeah it's just can't hear anything else so obnoxious so obnoxious and stupid um and um we uh so i think by doing that 20 second uh, limit prevents a lot of that sort of stuff but i i promise you now if you watch guys like mr gibbon uh even lupo um and uh oh yeah even even the uh, yeah. friendly guy he's a good example yeah, yes friendly guy tell us about him yeah this so, is the craziest story so there's a there's a tarkov streamer out there called the friendly guy i would highly suggest everyone go watch his stream at least once when he plays tarkov it is for a game that can be a nightmare and a horror story he turns it into like Dude. this fun I don't know how to even explain it. Like this fun galloping hold hand holding game. Let's go help this guy and give this guy this hard to find GPU. He'll basically, I don't know if it was, um, it might've been last wipe where I think he was trying to play a whole wipe without actually killing, uh, another NPC. Um, yeah. In, in his whole time, you know, if he, if he sees somebody, he runs up to him and he like starts yelling at him. Hey, bud, friendly, friendly fire. No shoot. No shoot. He's like, do you need help with anything? You looking for something like he is like, <laughs> if there the was any, if there was any handholding in the game, he would be the guy yeah. to do it. Yeah. 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 But he's out there like I, I, to help people and make friends in a game that can be very, uh, unforgiving and frustrating. So, yes. Um, but yeah, and, and, very funny content. He um I think I think he said last time like the last wipe he finished the last wipe like almost max leveled out and he killed two people yeah, two PMCs yeah. or something like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's fucking crazy, yeah. dude. Yeah, there's some people that but like yeah. to do some really crazy challenging shit on this game. Like there's some people who will run the you know, they'll play the the hardcore rules. So yep. it's like if they die, they'll restart their account or um the, 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 there's just some other random shit that they do um, yep. just to make it harder on themselves already. Like the game wasn't hard enough. Hard enough. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for, for somebody listening to this and wanting to get started with the game, I think it's the, the loss they want to start at, but yeah. Right. It, I, I, th- I think this is what's so exciting about the game is that you have that opportunity. You have that freedom to do that. Yeah. And that, that for me is very, very cool. I love, I do love the sense of like, um, we are all in the struggle together and you listen with like everything in this world, there's always going to be a group and a bunch of people and be a bunch of fucking dickheads and just make it terrible for everyone. But I just find that, um, this game and this community tends to bring the best out of people. Um, I think just despite all my fear of, losing guns despite all my fear and frustration of losing gunfights despite all my fear of like you know not not knowing what to do next there's a lot in this community that really kind of takes you forward now one of the things we spoke we that they have is what they call sherpas um zach you introduced me to the sherpas so why not uh introduce to everybody else yeah so obviously most people know what a sherpa is but um tarkov has a separate discord server you know, from their main Tarkov one. And it's actually called like the Sher- the Sherpa hub and uh, I, the people on there. I just want to interject their Sherpa hub discord. My God, one of the best looking discords I've ever dropped into. Right. Holy hell. It's crazy. Yeah. 
is very good very very well set up you know if you're you can go to you know to this section if you're looking for help or if you need help or you know vice versa but basically um a lot of the a lot of the players who are actually designated sherpas by Battlestate games if you see them in the game like their name will show up green so i i assume it's probably something they've kind of done to their account so that way they sh no matter yeah. what name they change it always shows up green but um if you're, you know, still new, nervous about running specific maps in Tarkov because you just don't know where the hell to go, you can go to the Sherpa Discord and you can actually scroll down to the one little section, you know, where the sh well, which Sherpa is off offering help. And they'll do like a whole breakdown. They'll do basically they'll do like a little bio about themselves. Be like, hey, I'm from this region. I've played this, you know, many hours, this many wipes. I can help you do, you know loot runs on this map this map i can tell you where to go to take advantage on this map if you're looking to get your pvp skills up um yeah they'll basically do everything to help you get on your feet but they will not hold your hand when it comes to like they basically they're not gonna help you do task after task after task yeah they're not there to yeah. they're not there to hold your hand in that sense but they'll help you you know in a sense of making money keeping your stash organized you know things for your hideout uh things like that so the, it, it, it's fucking great i mean yeah. you won't see that in call of duty i mean barring the oh, youtuber no. like call of duty Jay are Goddard you kidding or, me like you go into a call of duty <laughs> lobby and it's like hey i need i need a third for a trio must have a 7.0 kd and you're like well i'm out of here i'm in the wrong lobby i'm out yeah. sorry guys um yeah not, not gonna happen i mean besides like your j gods and your exclusive aces and stuff making youtube videos and it also it's, it's not an altruistic thing they're making money from that um and they should they they spend a lot of time and effort doing yep. collecting all that info but these guys i mean i was just looking at the discord now uh i think they are currently uh what's it there's currently 12 people on um watching uh somebody like the sherpa carrying them through like how to do um some task uh, i mean i can't watch it right now because oh because yeah. we're filming this yeah. <laughs> but there's you know 17 other plus people just kind of waiting in the wings it's a very active community it is it's uh, a, it very, is a very, very 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 cool very cool discord i i used it a couple times link for the discord we'll stick we'll stick a link for the discord in uh in the show notes as long as well as um a, a useful link to um a, a map website that has all the different maps mm-hmm and that that ammo website that you 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 said oh yep which mm -hmm. primo um yeah that was good that's good i sent you that yeah so i'm trying to think what else uh did i send you the link for kind of the backstory on the lore too you okay did. just in you case anyone, also, i know there's some people also, out there who like really like lore so if they want to know the you know the story yeah. and the events leading up to like you know tarkov yeah. in itself and why the city's like you know and uh fucking shambles it's, it, it's, a, it's a good start yeah yeah definitely and i think you know um not to spoil some future episodes that i want to do with you but i think it is definitely uh, an episode that we can dive into the lore of tarkov yep um yeah you know, and, and especially we, we, how it's still developing too like you know with the yeah. lighthouse expansion and the lighthouse keeper is he going to be a traitor in the game is he not going to be how do we access him there's a lot of yeah. things that are kind of like hidden behind secret walls that Nikita wants us to kind of like find for ourselves in the game. hundred percent. And then, um, you know, and 
if you're keen, which I'm, I'm pretty sure you are, I would also like to start to explore uh, with with everyone the different maps, some map tip, tips and tricks, um, you know, where you can generally find this person or that thing or whatever. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, we could absolutely do something like that. That'd be cool. Yeah. I think it'll be, I think it'll be a lot of fun. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I, you know, I think anytime you, you get into a game and, and this, this is kind of what excites me about this game is how deep down the rabbit hole you can go. Ooh, buddy. When, when you, when you're having guys like Dr. Lupo and, um, you know, Mr. Gibbon and all these guys. Yeah, who Landmark, Pestley. I mean, and that's just the bigger names. There, There is a really cool yeah. community of smaller streamers, you know, um, yeah. or some other ones. There's like, you know, Lupo, there's Gingy. Um, yeah, um, who else is some other guys out there? I can't even think of them. But yeah, there's a lots of uh, lots of small uh, Tarkov streamers who are very, very fun to watch. And they've, and again, there are also other players who have been playing it for you know, two to three yep. years. And everyone, everyone seems to just, you know, even though you're repeating challenges and you're doing the same thing, there's always a sense of excitement, something new, something different in this game. And I really, I really, really can not recommend this game enough. Um, yes, uh, you can pay up to a hundred dollars, I think for the top tier. Um, my best bit of advice when it comes to that is try see a if there's a sale going on they generally have a sale mid wipe or yep. around major holidays um and you can maybe get 20 30 percent off yep um yeah, that's a good one and then you, you, i think initially i went for like the middle tier which seemed to have a good balance between the amount of space that you can store stuff uh, and the cost and a couple other little things. Yeah, yeah. And I, I just recently, and again, had the game for over a year, just recently upgraded to the uh, Edge of Darkness edition, which is the top tier edition. And I, I think I got, I think it was 25% off. So I paid like $25 or something like that yeah, to upgrade yeah. it. And all you have to do is um, just pay the pay the difference to upgrade your account, which it, is cool. It, it, exa exactly, exactly. So um, yeah, guys, I, I really think give Tarkov a try know a lot of what we've spoken about is pretty intense we didn't even talk touch on the healing aspect yeah which is healing. a whole nother yeah, we, yeah we'll have to do a whole nother eating eating food <laughs> uh your hideout management which is a whole yep. nother aspect and uh, vaseline i'm still intrigued by vaseline <laughs> you know what i was playing last night with buha and we were talking about vaseline and he was just like He's like, well, why do you keep the Vaseline? Like, because you want to, you want to PK up before you get into a fight. Or if you know you're going to get shot up, like you want to pain kill beforehand. He's like, yeah, but what is it about the Vaseline that does it? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> like every other thing in the this, game has like a purpose, you know, like the propodol and the, and the morphine uh, and the adrenaline like ejections. But I don't know what is it about Vaseline that just makes you a madman. I, I, I know exactly what it is. <laughs> From head to tippy toe. Exactly. It's Dr. I, I'm telling you now, it's a Dr. Disrespect thing. Right. I, because there is there is elements in the game for Dr. Disrespect, like his, his red armor. Yeah. Which, which I'll I, never run in with. Yeah. Which I have that you first gifted me and gifted me again. 
But it's the Vaseline head to tippy toe lathered I, in Vaseline. I almost feel like they should rebrand the Vaseline in the game and put like his logo on it or something. They should put a little mustache on it. Yes. That's all you need. Yeah, that would be a... That would be <laughs> dope. <laughs> it's, it's one of those, if you know, you know. Yep. <laughs> Zach, dude... Thank you so much, bro. Um, I know, um, for those who don't know, uh, we actually recorded this exact episode, exact, hey, um, episode a, a week ago. Uh, and we had a technical glitch that just meant um, we lost everything. Um, and so we've had to re-record <laughs> this particular episode, yeah. which is totally fine. You yeah. know, I, I, I think it gave me time to refine some of my questions. Yeah, I exactly, guess. exactly. <laughs> But dude, uh, thank you so much for for giving up the time, uh, not only just to to record this, but you know to hold me by the hand and like push me out like a little lamb that I am. Like, go with go with God, my child. Go with God. Yeah. Run in front of those bullets. <laughs> Jesus, um, take the wheel. And, yes. <laughs> oh, he's taking the wheel a few fucking times. Um, but you know, dude, uh, I'm I'm really excited for this series. I'm excited for this this thing to expand. And uh, yeah, dude, let's uh, let's let's get it on. Yeah, absolutely. We can, uh, There's so many more topics we can, you know, we can dive into in the future. So it uh, should be good. Hundred percent. Where can people find you? Um, you can find me probably on Twitter. I guess would be the best way. It's uh, Zach Z A C H, Frags F R X G S. Um, I mainly just tweet about video games and wrestling. So I, I may yeah. start tweeting a little bit more often. I've I don't know. I think that even though I don't really do New Year's resolutions, I I have this idea in my head that I'm just going to tweet random ideas or thoughts I have is, is, or just statements, especially to my wife. Yes. Like there's yes. things she says at home that just crack me up and I just want to tweet them and, and just say the wife. You know what I mean? You, you should, dude. I'm going to start doing some weird random shit. I mean, um, and see if I can get dude, a little bit more be, lively on there. But like I said, most of the time that, it's just wrestling amazing. and video games. Uh, that'd be amazing. Uh, yeah, Greg. that's where you can find me. And then, and then uh, awesome. you know, if you want to play some Tarky with me or Obi or some other guys, I'm. I think I have my Discord on there. I don't know. Whatever. If yeah. not, message me. We'll 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 put. Um, Zach runs a great Discord called the uh, Terminal X. Um, him and his team and his crew. Uh, so I'll, I'll I'll definitely put that link in the uh, in the description so you guys can check it out. It's been my absolute pleasure having you all here today. Um, uh, I look forward to it. And uh, look forward to the next episode and the next series on Tarkov. So, Zach, massive thanks. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks then, for having me. And then to everybody else, uh, my name is Obi. You take care now. Bye-bye then. Bye.